welcome to episode two of The Whole Story. Every two weeks, we're going to get together and talk about wormhole things. Tonight, what we're going to be touching on is um, I've got one uh, little story to tell that's kind of, you know, news that's happened since the last one we had two weeks ago. And then we are going to be... I'm going to be talking to with everybody here. Um, joining me tonight, I have Oren Bowrider from the Mighty Beans. We've got Tel Contar from the Gray Eagles and Malakurd from Protostar. And they are going to be joining us to talk about uh, what wormhole like life has been like for them. All three of them are semi-newish some of them probably aren't necessarily new to wormhole space, but uh, none of these guys really existed, uh, or their corpse at least didn't really exist a long time ago. So uh, I set out to find us some faces that maybe you haven't heard of, maybe you have, but uh, that's who we've got joining us tonight. So, Oren, do you want to go first and tell us a bit about yourself? Uh, my name is Oren. I am the CEO of the Mighty Beans. Uh, we're a C5, C5 wormhole corp. We're relatively new to the scene, but we're growing pretty quick and doing some good things. You've got a couple uh, very active members on the Praise Bob Discord. That's actually one of the ways that I uh, I found myself to giving you guys a ring is suddenly there's a whole bunch of beans talking on, uh, on Praise Bob. Praise Bob being the uh, main wormholer Discord server for people that... Uh, are unfamiliar with it. We have some very social people. They have a lot of fun, though. Social is a word that I would use to describe some of the individuals. Is there anyone that stands out? I was going to say, I was, I've been in Wormhole for a long time, and I just now joined the Praise Bob Discord like last week. Um, Shero uh, doesn't seem to stop talking. Is is the person I think I was thinking of? Yeah. Yes, Shiro does not stop talking, but that's all right. He does he does a very good job for us. He, um, he's actually a very good pilot, and he's he's a good guy. All right. Um, do you want to introduce yourself, Tel? Uh, yep. So I'm Tel Conta. I'm the CEO and the main FC of the Gray Eagles. Um, we moved into RC2 Pulsar with a high-sec static and a C3 static. We moved in maybe five, six months ago. Uh, we used to live in Jita, and we pretty much just ran like MPSI fleets. So I used to FC heaps for like Spectre, and we've got a couple of other Spectre FCs in our corp, and, uh, and I do, used to run Spectre, Spectre fleets and Bombs Bar, and um, that content kind of got a bit harder to run with the way that the kind of EV ecosystem changed. So we decided to pack on up um, our stuff in Jeter and move into a wormhole. And yeah, that was maybe five, six months ago. And we've been here ever since. Uh, I, I, I love you guys. The Grey Gills are awesome. <laughs> Thanks, man. But yeah, that's kind of our story. All right. Well, we'll dig into a bit deeper about... Um... Oop, I need to make it so the recording bots aren't showing up. Uh, we'll dig into a bit more about each of your corpse uh, after this, but uh, Malakard, why don't you tell us about yourself? All right. Well, um, we've been a C4 corp for three years prior to this uh, in a C4 Wolf raid. We decided to try C5 space out. We weren't really into it. 
So we came back to C4 Space and reformed under a new name, and that's Protostar. Um, so we live in a C4 vanilla, uh, C5 and C3 static, and uh, we basically take any content we can get. Um, and that's defense, that's uh, roaming, that's anything. We, we don't limit ourselves to wormhole space, but that's generally where we stick to. All right. I think I've had you on uh, on on my last show last year, right? I'm not imagining things. I think you joined us when you were with Dark Skies. Uh, correct. You had us a uh, uh, while back when we were Dark Skies Dojo, um, and that's who we were for uh, three years. But most of the pilots that have been with us are uh, three to five year. So um, new name, but almost the same people. Well, a little rebranding never hurt anybody, right? Well, um, so what I'm going to jump into real quick, because this was actually something a couple people specifically asked me to touch on. Um, I don't want to say there wasn't that nothing's happened in wormhole space the last two weeks, because that is absolutely not the case. Um, but I don't have a ton of what I would say is like... Uh, big news stories to throw out there kind of like last episode we had two kind of you know things are happening you know corpse you know wholesale is getting evicted stranger danger got evicted uh i guarantee you corpse have been evicted over the last two weeks um but many of them i guess that they didn't quite uh either i don't have a report to share with you on them or perhaps they were kind of smaller and maybe not quite what we're shooting for um i mean um I don't want to say I've set a bar really here. Like if people have news that they want to share uh, for, you know, anybody listening or watching later, uh, if you've got stories you want to see me report, go for it. Just, just, you know, shoot me. Oh, here's this op we did. Here's an eviction. Here's a big fight we had. Like, I don't want to set a bar and tell people, you're, you've, you know, what, whatever happened has to be this important, um, you know, for us to talk about it here. Uh, but I also... A lot's going on, and I don't necessarily have a great tab on literally everything that's going on. But um, <clears throat> one thing that was specifically asked to kind of talk about um, is um, it mainly because it hit Reddit today was um, Fraternity lost a C4. Um, and so <clears throat> um, I talked to a couple people from Hard Knocks. I got their story. I got, you know, I've got the, the uh, AR they posted to Reddit, and I've got some Z kills to just run through real quick. Um, and then we will uh, dive into, you know, talking to these guys to hear about their corpse, wormhole space, you know, how they're loving it. Because uh, obviously they're here, so the answer is is nothing besides that they're loving it. So, um, so uh, what you, uh, depending on how Reddit savvy you are, you might have seen, uh, I think there were at least two, maybe even a third thread um about uh, you know hard knocks blowing some stuff up, and the main reason that I think this really caught people's attention wasn't that this is really a great story, as much as people that don't quite understand how some of these things works were trying to understand what they're looking at. So, what I've got here, you know, this is the this is the official AAR. Laura Seco posted it um, from Hard Knocks. Um, and, uh, you know, I've had it up long enough that depending on how long you how, how quick you read, maybe you've been able to read this whole comment. But basically, uh, Hard Knocks has rental space out in Nullsec, and they found a corp uh, in Wormhole Space that they've been hunting. They're known to be botters. 
Um, and so they said, you know, let's go, let's just burn their wormhole down. Um, so, you know, they formed up a fleet they to go reinforce it. Uh, the fort spiked. Uh, it's, you know, supposedly it jumped all the way up to 50 plus, which 50 plus is, that's, that's a, that's a fleet. Um, in wormhole space, 50 people actually undocking is um, fairly uncommon. Even amongst the larger groups, you're usually looking at 30 to 40. So for... A, you know, a corpin fraternity to suddenly spike up to 50 just to come shoot, you know, people attacking their stuff is, uh, can be scary. Uh, uh, their hick pilots, you know, as a couple people in the stream, the, the, this, this little gem here, thankfully their hick pilots were mentally deficient and we escaped with no losses. So their hectors couldn't quite pin everything down. Um, and they pulled back, they saved their fort the first time. Um, and they came back and blew up their, you know, blew up a fleet. <laughs> they came back with a bit more of a fight. So, um, this is one of the first fights that went down. Um, you know, as you can see, Hard Knocks has uh, a pretty thick fleet here on the left. Um, mentioned in that AAR, the only reason they lost something was Hard Knocks believes that this co these coercers that you see here on the right. They were all using IS Boxer in a not quite legal fashion to move an entire, you know, a fleet of high DPS ships onto a target instantly altogether, which um, can be difficult uh, to, to work through. So, you know, uh, it certainly got Copper Pride's Lashak dead. So uh, their only, you know, relevant loss because in wormhole space we lose sabers like their ammo. Uh, you know, they lost one Lashak. So. Uh, you know, so uh, I'm not sure how many people would be surprised to hear that uh, Fraternity Corp might be cheating, but uh, Hard Ox wants to insist that they are, um, and, you know, they got a Lashak. So this was a the, one of the first fights for hull control. Um, after that, <coughs> we have a bit larger fight. Um, you know, they, uh, once again, Hard Ox losing only a Saber, uh, fun, you know, and... Uh, yeah, uh, they uh, dunked the. Uh, oh, this actually might be the same fight uh, with the. I think this is actually the same fight with the uh, the Asbel added in. So they blew up the Asbel. Um, they mentioned in the AAR that uh, this operation was a burn everything fleet. So they weren't taking ships. They were launching ships and blowing them up just for kill mails. They looted what fell out sometimes. Um, but you know, Hardox did not do this for the loot. So. Um, Oh, some you know I don't I think a lot of these gnosises we see there's there, there's quite a few gnosises here um, you know I I don't think the same thing with all these peoples I'm not sure if they were actually fighting or not um, finally to the Z kill that uh, caught everyone's attention it, it's this monstrosity um, and this monstrosity and the reason this got so many people that didn't quite understand what's going on here is. Team A, the defenders, has 722 pilots on it, and Hardox has 31. Um, while I don't think um, anyone you know that is familiar with it would challenge that Hardox generally knows what they're doing, um, I would you know always describe them as a very competent PvP crew. Uh, if you told me that Hardox took on 700 people with 30 and one, I would question. A little bit about how that went down um so what i want to make sure that uh people listening and you know especially people you know, wormholers probably know exactly what's going on here but a lot of people don't quite know um, in wormhole space when you blow up a structure everything that's in that structure falls out as cans of loot 
one can per pilot. They then <coughs> can go to said cans and launch the ships, and then they can shoot it, and it creates a kill mail against that pilot. The ship belonged to them. They killed it, except there wasn't actually a pilot in it. So this wasn't 700 versus 30. This is what this is what we see when uh, you know we see a lot of. I mean, some of these there were the, you know I'm sure some of these ships had a pilot in them. Although I'm told that you know the the, the official report is that the fight uh, was not terribly. Um, terribly uh, relevant or noteworthy here so you can see we have uh, two citadels dying at 24 billion isk uh, i'm sure at least one of those was the fortazar probably more than one might have been two and then they just blew up all the ships that fell out and that uh, total came out to i think it was around uh 145 billion isk having only lost 41 million um so you know if that's not some isk fish, you know that that's such a such a low number that Zekil rounded it to 100. They they have 100% isk efficiency in this fight. Um, so <clears throat> you know this hit Reddit. Uh, you know Reddit always loves to dive all over hard knock. Sometimes um, they're a name that's very well known out in Nullsec. Um, but a lot of people got cons got concerned about uh, you know about what you're what you're really looking at here with. Um, with this uh so that's it there was not a giant fight with over 700 people there was a lot of people just um losing their ships in loot cans so yeah and as a uh, sharo and a couple people are pointing out from the stream if you want some chuckles you can go looking at some of these ship fits and some of them are um interesting so uh that that for that bit um we're gonna dive back into kind of the uh, the the meat here of the story um and so we're going to dive on in. What I'd like to do now is I'd like it. We're gonna we're gonna dive in a bit deeper than we did with the introductions. Tell us. Let's talk about your corp. You know what is? How would you sell your corporation? Not necessarily in a recruiting standpoint, because I don't know, but I have a feeling most of the people watching this are not here to find the new wormhole corp to join. Maybe maybe they are. I have no idea, but most of them probably aren't. So. Um, <clears throat> I guess we'll just keep going left to right. How, uh, tell us about the Mighty Beans, Oren. Um, the Mighty Beans are are a good group of guys. We're we're a very tight knit group. Uh, we have a very large number of actives for our size, and they're active pretty much all the time in our Discord and in comms and and in game. Uh. <laughs> We are uh, a little band of misfits at times. We got a, a little bit of degeneracy, but we're a we're a good group. I think we uh, we like to go out in PvP. That's our main thing. Uh, we don't we we have a few avenues for other things, but we we primarily like to go shoot stuff. Uh, yeah. So, what part of Wormhole Space are you guys currently living in? We're living in. C5 space. Uh, we're living in class 5 space. We have a C5 static, and we're living in a pulsar. So we like our shield ships. So what what brought you guys to living in a pulsar? Because I feel like sometimes Tedison seems to be one of the corps. Uh, it seems like we've missed the memo that that's where all the cool kids are living, because a lot of the other 5-5 five, five PvP corps all seem to be in pulsars now. Well, it I think it goes in the Pulsar and then the Wolf Riot to a lesser degree because the Wolf Riot's view, uh, viewed kind of 
as an, a bit of an underling hole because you can do some bullshit in it. But uh, in, in the pulsar, you 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 can get some good ships going where your where your mainline DPS ships have quite extensive amounts of EHP. Your your weapons can hit things easier because of the sig radius. And yeah, it's it's just it, it helps a lot for combat and especially home defense. Um, as far as how we got into wormhole space, uh, we broke off of several wormhole corps. Uh, I personally came from a corp called Whole Awareness. Uh, it was a corp I was a co-CEO from, and a group of guys from there. Uh, in addition to that, we had a group come from uh, a corporation called Whole and Order Anti-Crabbing Unit, and a couple other miscellaneous guys from there uh, all banded together. Uh, we found a half-occupied uh, C5, C5 Pulsar that a guy was ratting in. Uh, he was a Goon Swarm alt, as far as we could tell. And we evicted him on Christmas morning. So That sounds a little rude to me. Yeah, he logged in. Christmas on, minutes. Logged in Christmas morning. And that, that, was, that was his first statement. It's like, really? On Christmas? Yup. Uh, so we evicted our home on Christmas. Uh, moved in probably the next day, set up our stuff, and have been moving forward ever since. So um, what I wanted to really quick throw in here, um, we talked a lot about pulsars here. Um, so for people that aren't um, super familiar with wormhole space, um, some wormholes actually have a system-wide effect to them. Um, <clears throat> pulsars specifically are shield wormholes. Um, it is extremely difficult to really fly an armor ship uh, that's going to be any good in one. Um, and so there's a couple different effects, but um, you know, maybe a, a deep dive into some of those might be a time for a different episode. But when we're talking about pulsars, corporations that live in pulsars are effectively, uh, you know, uh, they're, they're, uh, they have to be using shields. You can't use not shields in that wormhole. So. This uh, picture I pulled up here, this is right off of uh, the EVE Uni wiki page. Um, the strength of the effect varies based on what class of wormhole you're in. But, you know, regardless of what class you're in, you have an increased shield capacity. Uh, your armor resists take a hit. You get your capacitor gets a bit, your capacitor recharges faster. But and your sig radius also blooms sometimes significantly, and then finally, um, uh, you know, uh, nosses and newts uh, get a increased drain amount. So um, <clears throat> in a C5 pulsar, like where beans are, the mighty beans are living, all their ships doesn't matter which one, all their ships have 86% more shield, 43% worse aren't worse armor resists. Their capacitors recharge uh, 43% faster, 86% larger SIG radiuses, and your nosses and newts, you know, drain or suck eight, uh, 86% more. So it, uh, you know, like these effects can, in some cases, completely dictate what the playing field is for what ships can work, can't work. You know, a lot of corporations have entire doctrines based solely around wormhole effects like they won't this fleet type won't work outside of one for example um 
So I wanted to make sure people knew what pulsars were since we brought that up several times. There. Of course. All right. Uh, anything else you want to share about the Mighty Beans right now, Oren? Uh, other than more recruiting? No, I don't think so. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, were you in Wormhole Space prior to being in the Mighty Beans? I've lived in Wormhole Space my entire life. In fact, day three was the first time I moved into a Wormhole Space and actually lived in one. Uh, I, I, I joined EVE with a friend of mine who was out in Nullsec. He told me, hey, I got a money-making venture. Come join me. And he set up an Astro House in a C4 with him and two other dudes. Uh, that summarily got evicted by one EVE for a little bit and then joined a corp called Holy Hunters, which is another wormhole corp. And then after that, Whole Awareness, which was in the, another C5 wormhole corp. And then finally landed myself in the Mighty Beans. So that was a, that was a full 180, because didn't Whole Awareness live in a wolf ray, which is like the opposite of a pulsar? Yeah, yeah, they did. And we did some fun things in there, i.e. 3,000 DPS Tengus. But um, yeah, I've, I found the pulsar nice, because you, you, you got some nice things you can do with the pulsar, specifically with newts and with your uh, rattlesnakes and things like that, where you can just get broken amounts of like EHP and stuff. It's a good place to live. Well, great. Alrighty, um, Malakard, do you want to uh, give us a run through? I know you've you've been around before. I've definitely seen you. You've been in a couple different corps. As I mean, as 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 Oren had, but uh, tell us about. Um, oh wow, I jumped over to the right. Too late now. Um, tell us all. Tell us about Protostar, because you're in a corp that I have a feeling most people probably haven't even heard of. Uh, yeah, that's probably true. Um. We've been around for a long time, uh, back in, I think, what was it, 2011 C5 space, uh, and we've, we've changed names, We've but we've always stuck with the same crew, so we kind of migrate, or we do our own thing, and for the last five years, we've done our own thing. Um, so we've done C3, we've done C6, we've done C5, we've done C3, we've done C4, we've done C5, and now we're back at C4. Um, and we kind of just want to start fresh on everything, on Killboard, name, everything. Uh, so while we still have a lot of the same crew, um, we're just under a new banner, uh, we do pretty much a lot of uh, deep chaining, uh, some rolling, but we basically stick to small gang tactics. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, we can hear your, your Discord blooping in the background while you talk there. My bad. Let me mute that. Oh, that's fine. Uh, so what brought you to... So you guys are in the wrong whole alliance right now, right? Which I think the alliance exec is uh, OPSEC? Correct. So what led you to joining up in an alliance with another Wormhole Corp? Um, I've gotten along with uh, a lot of the leadership in OPSEC and Wronghole for many years now. Um, we, we've been pretty close. And uh, after kind of becoming another sole entity, uh, we decided to convene with them. Uh, it's a multi-hull alliance. It's, it's not like a 
a dictatorship. It, it's more like uh, mafia workings. We, we get call-outs, and, and we protect each other, and we do multi-ops. Um, otherwise, we do our own thing otherwise. Well, yeah, sounds that sounds good. Um, and last but not least, because I didn't intentionally skip over you while doing my left-to-right thing that I said I was going to do, uh, tell us more about Grey Eagle's Tell. It's all good, man. Saving the base for last. Um, Alright, so... Uh, Grey Eagles is a corp I made maybe like three years ago, and um, it was... What it was going to be was it was going to be a whole bunch of Spectre dudes, and we were going to take some Sov and Gem in it. That was when the new Fuzzy Sov had just come out. And uh, and we did. We took like uh, EOA and I think like one or two other systems, but it was like... It was before World War B, and it was smack bang and like the most stagnant time you could ever see in Nullsec, and like, and we were we were maybe like a 450 man alliance. So it was me and Rabble and a couple of other corps, and um, we could get maybe like a hundred guys in fleet out of 450 characters, which was really good. Um, but but the whole of like the east, like all the Russian renters that used to be there, would like came and and blobbed us. So then I kind of burnt out, quit Eve for like two years. Um, and then came back maybe like nine months ago and I wanted to kind of start doing Spectre fleet like I, uh, like I did before. Um, and you know, that was going okay, but with the cap changes, roaming, taking like, you know, I take like Harbingers or Ravens or something like that, taking anything bigger than destroyers to like a random null staging was just asking to get like dropped by like caps. Right. So, uh, so it didn't really work. Um, the, and, it, and it kind of the meta got pushed into kind of what Bombers Bar is doing now, where you're kind of like hunting with bombers from wormholes, and and then like the Spectre fleets that are working now well are like destroyer and frig fleets. Um, but that was never really my style, so I you know I was kind of thinking, okay, what can I do instead? And I kind of like looked around, and wormholes caught my eye, and um, the more I kind of like thought about it and read about it, the more I realized like wormholes were the you know that what I like to think of as like the only part of Eve that still has that like old high risk, high, like, um, you know, high danger kind of feel to it. Um, those, you know, like few mechanics that it has different to case space, you know, no local, um, uh, limited mass on your connections, no capitals, um, in terms of like sign. And like, if you want to cap, it's actually hard. You got to like build it in the hole and you can't really move it around most of the time. And so, and no supers. Um, so like, it had kind of, I felt like it had dodged most of the shitty mechanics that had kind of crept in and were making like the rest of Eve kind of cancerous to PvP. In. Um, and so, so yeah, I was like, all right, let's do that. And by that time, I'd kind of like had it, had maybe, I don't know, like 50 real people um, in Corp. And it was just Spectre dudes. And we were just kind of like living in Jita, doing a couple of, you know, odd high sick wars and things like that just for fun. Um, and so we, we were trying to look at uh, what wormhole to go in. And um, it kind of, I was kind of like caught between high class and low class. And I figured low class is probably harder to evict us. Um, and we don't have good capital numbers. So uh, I figured, okay, like, let's go C2. Had a look at the effects. Figured we'd go for a Pulsar because um, uh, I can explain it later. But like Pulsar was a good choice. Lots of Pulsars here tonight. Yeah, man, Pulsar's good. And then, uh, yeah, and so and that was kind of it. We moved in. That was six months ago. And uh We've grown since then. Maybe I think we're like 130-ish real people, uh, 84 active on the kill board. I think as of now, so we're getting to be close to one of the bigger ones, one of the bigger corps. Um, but yeah, 
and now we're just PvP focus, no crabbing allowed. Um, and yeah, that's what we do, pew pew. So we've got a C5 Corp. Um, the Mighty Beans are in a C5. Um, we've got Grey Eagles, you're in a 2 static high static 3. Was that was that right? Yeah, high 6 static, C3 static. And then uh, Malakrid, you're in a 4? I'm in a 4 uh, C3, C5. You, you cut out there, I didn't catch the second half. I'm in a C4 uh, with a C3, C5. Okay. So, a question I'd throw at all of you, uh, although I think I, um, I, I'm specifically interested to hear your Grey, Grey Eagles take on this one. Do you guys see your? Do you guys see the home system that you've chosen to live in as being where you want to be in wormhole space right now? You know, I hear a lot. Uh, a lot of people every so often bring up all oh, wormhole space is dead, and then it becomes frequently a discussion of well, this part's not dead, but that part is dead. Um, excuse me, like uh, Tdson lives in a five five. Um, I would not say wormhole space is dead, but for sure there are days when I feel like uh, I'm not finding much. Um, how do you guys feel your different classes that you're both in? And of course, you're, you've got static. So it sounds like me and Beans only have one static five, but the other two of you have dual statics. Now, I don't know how much PvP your static high gives you in your C2, but I'm curious to know about what led you to that class and static choices. Do you want me to go first? Eagles first. Go for it. Um, so... We were, I was looking through like the list, right? And and I, I know that farming is good in C3s and C5s and then kind of C6s, but eh, like, you know, you got to use your dreads and it's a bit risky. So um, so I was kind of wanting something with a C3 or a C5 to like get some income for the corp. Um, most of the guys have ISK, but uh, for those who don't, I like need something for them. So I was kind of looking for that. And then um, I was also looking at we have we hit, we were mostly subcapital pilots because we're like Spectre, right? Um, and so we were looking for somewhere where like the caps don't matter as much, and then that pushed us into kind of the low class. Um, and so I was kind of looking at like the C two statics, and I saw that hey, I could get like a C three static for farm and a high sec, or I could do a combo where I go C five and null sec, and um, you know it kind of occurred you know like okay well this the null sec c5 combo which has become real popular like that let, that lets you roll your null for pvp you can connect into the c5 highway um with the c5 static plus the farm sites and the c5 can support more people and and then you still have the advantage of like no caps can be seeded into your wormhole unless they're built there and so you have home field cap advantage um so like that I could see is a really strong choice. And so it was between that and the C3 and the high sec. And really what just pushed us over was the fact that when we were like sending out scouts, like probers to go find um, the wormholes, I had a few like written down that were like good PI and good moons and like all the stuff like that. And so we just found this, the C2 that we live in now. We found that one first. Um, and so <laughs> that, that kind of almost settled it. And then the high sec, the fact that um, we were so tied to high sec and we were still doing lots of Spectre fleets and Bombers bar, um, the high sec static meant that we could just like move in and out just um, like, you know, really easy. And uh, and yeah, and so so that was kind of good. 
and yeah that's why we picked the and then we picked pulsar so that um cap home field cap advantage is even stronger um uh, the sig bonus means that your shield caps your naglefars and your phoenixes hit even better against subs and then um and it also means that um the heavy armor doctrines that are really common um the the you know the attackers get pushed out of those and so yeah that was kind of our rationale for pulsar can i add something by all means yeah your shield was a good choice because had you been armor we would have been able to take out a lot more uh ships due to the latency of armor reps yeah exactly instant shield reps is super super strong yeah good point the counter to that is of course the balborns that can neuter lodi are twice as effective that is definitely true but um usually there are little bit sluggish and it's harder to put them in the hole because of the mass um but yeah i do agree there is though all this talk about like cap defense and things like that it's all kind of become a little bit moot with the whole uh bushing raven eviction kind of uh meme that's been going on i'm sure that you guys have probably given that some thought we've had a we had a couple of little brainstorm sessions in the gray eagles um about how to defend that if anyone wants to share any secrets then uh go ahead Probably not at the moment, but I'd be happy to talk <laughs> later. We've got a little plan, but uh, we can share that later. <laughs> so, uh, how often do you find yourself just going out your static high to burn to another chain somewhere else, though? I mean, with the static high, you're not finding things to kill in your high sec. Uh, is your static three busy enough that that's all you ever need or want? Or do you, uh, do you find yourself just going to other chains in which your static high sec is probably very useful well the static three actually isn't it's actually a really good pvp static because um as you probably know c3s have a low sec a null or a high sec static themselves and so pretty much two-thirds of the time you're gonna your your c3 will have a pvp connection and so um that's that's kind of the advantage of that so um we we get enough null and low sec um, connections from that um we also, you know, there's also the roaming holes, which help. Um, but in terms of the actual high sec, it makes logistics and reshipping real easy. But for PvP, the one thing that I have noticed, which is kind of cool, is that um, we get occasional war decks, uh, like Pirate and so on, um, Hell House lately. And having a high sec that just, like, pops out, and you can, like, bait war deck targets and, like, avoid the whole, like, you know, because they've got, you know, Pirate's got... Um, cloaky eyes and shit just down the chain waiting waiting you know for you to jump so that no they know when to like get off gate and things like that that's one of the reasons why they have so few losses um if you look back through gray eagles wars with pirate um we've, we've always come out as positive against them just because we can dive out of this high sick wormhole um whenever it's close by to them and it it, it makes them you know so much more scared which is going to be a really really big thing with the new war deck changes now that um war hqs are going to be compulsory mercenaries there's actually going to be a reason to hire mercenaries if you if you're a care bear corp and you're getting wardict so we're expecting a uh, way more content and high sec from that uh, as a corp so yeah high sec statics are pretty good at the moment that, i mean, that's that's interesting to hear that you're actually finding it to be very useful i think um a lot of people talk about how they want to live in you know you want a hole that has the static that you want to hunt in 
Um, and then you're like, well, I have a static high sec, and clearly you're not doing most of your hunting in the high sec. But it sounds like, uh, and I think it's, uh, I found it very interesting that you you saying, I, well, you're, you find your high sec to actually be very uh, very useful. Like you're doing a lot good. Um, yeah, <laughs> you're doing a lot good. You're getting a lot done with that. Uh, so I want to bounce to Oren and have Oren tell us a bit about how he finds their static five going because. Both of the other two of you have two statics. You know, um, Malaker's got, um, you know, he's got two statics in his four. And you just talked about how you've got a static three and a static high sec. How do you find only having one cap capable static working out for you with the Mighty Bean? So having only one static does sometimes limit you, but it also makes sure you don't have a back door going out, which is nice in. You know, if you have a fleet that's uh, stacking down a chain to go get some content, you don't want someone, you know, sneaking up behind you. So it's nice to get to guarantee that that doesn't happen. And the other thing that's really, really nice about C5s is you never have to roll with battleships anymore. Where when you when you're collapsing a wormhole to your static, when you're rolling with battleships, it takes math, it takes time, it takes thought. Versus in a C5, it's one pass with a relatively fast carrier, and you're done, and you can move on. So Would you what, say that your inability to do math problems correctly was any part of your decision to move out of low class? Well, I would hope not, because I'm going to get a math degree. So I would hope not. But no, no, not really. But it does. It, it's a quality of life thing. Um. I think that combined with the ability to put capitals in your static for assorted reasons, uh, both for PvP and PvE stuff, I think makes it very, very nice. Because there, there are times where you want to be able to have that, you know, that single fax that you bring with you for the fight, that single dread that can turn the tide of a whole fight. And while it gives you the home field advantage in the low-class wormholes, in the upper-class wormholes, you know that your enemy has that option, but you also have that option going against someone else. So that's why I like high-class statics. All right. And are you generally finding C5 space, or I guess the chains that you get off of your 5 has the has a lot of the content and whatnot that you're you're searching for? I think C5 it's C5 space itself and the C5 highways doesn't always have it. It has the routers, it has all those things. But the C5s always almost always have connections to low class statics that allow you to fight other fleets. So when you get into C5 C5 like there are a few good uh, there are a number of good corps that you'll get fights with, and you'll roll into them very, very often because of the length of C5, C5 chains. Uh, but the number of low classes that are connecting to those C5s hold the vast majority of your content. I think that's a very good uh, summary of exactly the findings that uh, that we usually have, too. Um, so uh, real quick, because uh, I'm just you know double checking to make sure that this is a concept or mechanic understood. So in wormhole space, you can close a wormhole by putting a certain amount of mass through it. Um, wormhole space generally calls this rolling. Um, 
you know, why can as long as it's our static connection, RC5, Beans is C5, are always connected to another five. So when that connection closes, a new one opens up. And this is how we hunt for content, is we close it, we dive into the next one, we go scanning, we try to find stuff, you know, and we rinse and repeat there. Um, in fives and sixes, you can roll other capital capable wormholes with a single capital ship by putting it over and bringing it back and that closes it in lower class wormholes low class being one two three and four class space um, you can't use capitals to do that so you're you have to rely on using battleships i mean i've seen people do it with orcas and other you know uh sh ships but most commonly you're using battleships and then c1s you can't even use those um and so you, you know there's a lot of different ways we can talk about rolling which we're not going to get into right now but um you know uh, that's just a, a bit about some some of some of the differences between the different corps that we've been talking about about how they all hunt as they're all hunting and rolling their chains in in, in different ways um so malachard um you're, you know, last but not least, so you live in a C4. Um, tell us a bit about, I think you already mentioned a bit about why you chose that C4, but how are you finding C4 spaces treating your core? Um, I like it particularly. Uh, the dual static is super awesome. Um, we do have a lot of newer members uh, that we cater to and help them build up into higher class members. And we do that via the C3 static. Um, we do have great PI and C4 space, so that helps with uh, fuel costs. Um, the C5 static does help the upper uh, members rat and uh, do their thing because a lot of farm holes do lay dormant for a while before they're ratted, and we'll take advantage of that. Some of that elite C5 static crabbing. I mean, it, it is what it is. A lot of C5 is either farm or empty. That's uh, for sure. You find farms or you find big content. There's almost no in-between. I'm not sure that's terribly different than a lot of NullSec, too, though, right? A lot of NullSec is just bots or mostly AFK VNIs, as far as the eye can see, and then pockets of content. And I, 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 I frequently say that I think C5 space is similar in that capacity in that lots of C5 space you will roll into is just a farm. And if no one's actively farming in it, it's dormant and it's empty. And then there are a couple of systems, you know, home systems, some of your larger groups, though, that you find them. Um, you know, unless you're outside their, you know, their their peak times, you're you know, you're gonna find some activity going on for sure. Did you have anything else you wanted to uh, share with us about uh, your C4 before we move to start wrapping it up here? Um, no, other than we, we've we've had some pretty good fights and good content. I'm I'm happy with being in C4 space. It's uh, it's pretty comfortable. I like it. So you you would disagree with the people that like to chant delete C4? Uh, there's there's a lot of banter about not living in C4, but um, to each his own, honestly. I mean, I think the next episode we'll be doing in two weeks from today, I'm going to be doing some data diving. Um, something that I've been watching that we'll dig into a lot deeper, though, is a lot of people for, I think a lot of people will be surprised to learn how active C4 space actually is. Um, 
you know, it seems like wormhole space is increasingly polarized here. C4 space is either the worst, the deadest, and we need to delete it, or it is a great place to live and all the other people that don't live there are missing out. Um, so we'll uh, we'll dig into that at another time in the future. So uh, moving to wrap us up here, um, what I wanted to kind of wrap the show up on talking about is all three of you have either recently moved to wormhole space, recently made a corp, you know, you've pulled your, you've moved yourself, but more importantly, I think you've pulled a lot of other people with you to come make the dive into wormhole space. And we've listened to you talk tonight about how much fun you're having and like, you know, why you did it and you know, what's working, maybe a little bit of what's not working. Talking not to me really, but to people listening on the stream. What would you talk to those people about that would you know convince them to come to wormhole space you had i don't know how i think um one of you mentioned that you've been a wormholer all your life but i suspect everybody else has been outside of wormhole space for some part of their eve career do you miss case space uh whether you do you know uh do or don't though what would you say to someone that was asking if they should move to wormholes um <laughs> well i would say that you're at least guaranteed what a hole can mass you and that you're not going to get cyanide done. Um, that's, that's a positive, but in other terms, it still is scary because you, you don't know who's in the system and cloaked up and watching. Um, you, you never know, but the positive is that you, you do have very much more lucrative money-making prospects than in case space. I think, in my personal opinion, wormhole space is kind of, kind of like Eve's Wild West, where, yeah, you don't you don't have the the blocks to support you. You don't have uh, hundreds of people. You're largely out for you and your kin. Where it's it's a lot more of the content that I believe Eve was based around: the higher risk, higher reward. Uh, or you don't have super capital umbrellas that you can hide under. You don't have any of those things. And what has come along with that is a culture of Bushido that I personally love, where you can go talk to corpse in wormhole space and say, hey, you know, we can't offer you a fight for your dudes, but we can field three people. You want to have a 3v3 brawl, and they'll almost always take it. Versus you can go out to null sex space and like, hey, do you want to brawl? And oh, nine supers are now on grid. I mean, maybe there's only three supers, though. Oh, yeah, I guess it is. You know, maybe 3v3. But yeah, it, it's, it's, a, it's a very good culture, I believe. All right. Any final thoughts here, guys? No, good. I might have to dip. We've got a caps tackled in the home hole right now by Ember. So, uh, just tell them just tell them to wait <laughs> alright well uh, I want to thank the three of you guys for joining us tonight uh, I want to thank everybody that tuned in to listen and watch um, I hope everybody found this to be a good time uh, I appreciate and welcome uh, feedback you can mail me in game you can find me on discord uh, let me know if you like the show didn't like the show uh, I'm always taking requests for upcoming episodes and again I want to thank Oren Tell Kantar and Malakurt for taking their time out of their day to join us tonight and uh, help make this show happen. So, um, 
thank you everybody and i hope everybody has a good night thank you very much absolutely thank you